technology is moving so fast it's hard to keep up with it. And that's a good reason why Steve Hewitt is here. He teaches the What's Hot and What's Coming class to ISC every year. Now, Steve, I know that you're the uh, editor-in-chief of Christian Computing Magazine. What other magazines do you publish? We started a new magazine this last year I'm very excited about. It's called The American Church Magazine. It's not about technology, though we certainly gets in there occasionally. Basically, it's about where the church in America is right now. And we're sort of in decline, so we're looking at those stories, how, what programs, what's being done to sort of help turn the church attendance around, and for those that are interested in starting new churches. So, what did you teach in your Watch Hot class this year at ISC 2013? Well, we covered a lot of stuff in technology in general, and of course the first one, even though we talked about it last year, was sort of reiterated this year, that the PC itself is actually going down, that people have to look at new ways in order to compute tablets, mobile devices, and how technology is changing. As you predicted, tablets have pretty much taken over the world. Do you see anything replacing tablets anytime in the near future? For a while, tablets are going to be number one. They're going to rock. But really, when you look down the road, like even 10 years from now, there's already predictions that the tablets will already be gone, just like our PCs are starting to die now. We're moving to a new type of visual access technology where you don't even have a device. Basically, similar to what Google Goggles is trying to do, and one of the announcements we made just yesterday, a new company's trying to take the Google Goggle technology and move it to contact lenses. So it's a couple of years before we even start seeing it, but 10 years from now, most likely the tablets will go the way of the dinosaur. You talked about developers connecting GPS and camera apps. How is that going to affect our lives? Everything today has to do with mobile technology. So the idea of a camera, for example, and now more people take pictures with an iPhone than any other camera in the world, but it has the location device. So we know that Google has applied for an interesting patent. And the patent basically is they want to be able to connect cameras with global location. So the idea is you would know, the camera would know if you're outside facing east or west, is it a sunny day, is it a cloudy day, is it raining, are you inside? And so it will detect the type of light and adjust the camera to take the best pictures. In your mobile computing class you talked a little bit about Apple TV and how that's effective for churches. Can you explain that to us? I think a great tool for churches is to check out the Apple TV. It's not a TV, it's a little itty bitty box, but it hooks to a TV and also hooks to a video projector and then it allows anything you're doing on your iPhone or your tablet to actually be projected up. The beauty of that is like a whiteboard, electronic whiteboard. I mean to buy one for a church where you'd be able to write notes and be up on the screen is very expensive. But the Apple TV box is $99, connects with Wi-Fi to a tablet and with a stylus pen. You can project notes, maps, anything you want up on it, up on the, the entire church to see through a video projector. So I think it's a great tool for churches to check out. Every year in your class you have a cool stuff section. So what's cool this year? Well this year I think what's really cool is something I've been talking about that's coming for a while now and that is for mobile devices the biggest headache is the battery source and the power and, you, and your battery's dead. There's a couple of exciting new things. The University of Illinois is developing a battery that's supposed to be 2,000 times more powerful than the batteries we have now on our cell phones and will charge quickly. So that alone is pretty fantastic. But then just this last week there was a report of an uh, 18 year old girl who just got an award from Intel and a scholarship because she figured out that capacitors have now gotten very very small where they used to be large and a capacitor can basically take a lot of electricity and then bleed it out and so she's developed a capacitor that could be added to iPhones and Androids in the future we'll probably start seeing it next year that allows a cell phone to be charged in 20 seconds and then will just charge itself throughout the day so we're seeing that whole frustration about electricity and batteries probably finally being solved 
You talked about social networking, and this kind of surprised me, how much people are actually on Facebook. People love Facebook and people use Facebook. Surveys are now showing that average Facebook users are on there 16 minutes of every hour. That's incredible. I mean, it, and it's almost probably criminal, but the fact of the matter is it's still incredible. They're there whether you like it or not. And now that I've got Facebook on a mobile device, I find that I check it a few minutes every hour, just checking to see how the grandkids, anything new posted. It's how we're communicating. So of course, churches need to be there. And we want to wrap it up with your yearly rant. Uh, everyone I think knows now that churches are losing membership in the United States, but you said it has something to do with technology. Can you explain that? Churches are in decline. Everybody seems to know it. I became aware of it 13 years ago and I've been studying it. What can we do? How can we do this? Of course, I'm a, I'm a televangelist as far as uh, using technology. I guess I'm a techno-evangelist. Let's use technology in every way we can. But unfortunately, technology is actually part of the problem. Our society has changed. We're into personal communication like Facebook, like Twitter, uh, like social media. So we've moved away from network TV. We've moved away from magazine articles. We don't read newspapers anymore. The fact of the matter is it's called social capital. We're no longer involved in PTA. We're no longer involved in the Eagles and the Awanas and Shriners. Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, Union Dues. We no longer we no longer take petitions. And um, a, a man wrote a book in 2000 called Bowling Alone. He's like, look, even bowling alleys, it used to be all about joining a league. It's not anymore. But bowling alleys have done well because they switched over to like incredible bowl nights where we fog the lanes and people like to bowl alone. People like to bowl in small groups and with their family. They no longer like to join. And that's the lesson the church is going to have to learn. Personal technology, personal communication, Facebook, social media. We're going to have to access these in a much greater way than we're doing now because people don't want to come to a specific church, specific building at a specific time. So we're going to have to figure out how to adapt to that and still reach out and get our message out to the world. Well, Steve, it was a real pleasure talking to you again. I always look forward to this interview every year. You are the Wikipedia of technology knowledge, <laughs> and I uh, appreciate you coming to ISC, and we'll see you next year again in St. Louis. Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to it.